I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Yeah, well, like I said, all the bad news I hear from Ann. Um, you know, <laughs> Ann tells me, hey, I don't know if you heard about this, but they say that. I'm like, Ann, why would you, why would you want to bring that up to me? Um, but she brings it up just, you know, just so I'm aware with the questions that you guys are going to ask me. Um, you know, for me, it's just zone that out. I mean, we come out to practice, everyone else, Twitter warriors, you know, keyboard warriors, whatever you want to call them. You know, they're not out here practicing with us working hard. So I don't know if you guys recorded that last one to Tyreek, but I don't know about you, but that looked like money. Get a receiver down the field past, I don't know, 55, 60 yards when in what we call one hitch timing. So it's about, you have to have a prerequisite arm strength to be able to throw it 60 in my opinion. And then if you're not going to be able to anticipate and you have to see something happen before you do it, you probably need to throw 70 because you have to wait to see it and then the receiver gets down further, hopefully you have the protection. Um, the way, way we've always operated since 2005 when I got, got in the league is if a quarterback can see the defense um, and is accurate, then you just see if he can throw it 60 yards. I think he, he might have had a 55-yarder today, but um, that's why you hear no uh, cause for concern at all from the players because they know that too. Like He's, he's plenty fast and the great thing is he sees the field. Um, he has, he's, he's not throwing the ball 85 yards, but um, I don't see the practical application of an 85-yard thrower unless you have the best offensive line in the history of football. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back, Welcome Beck back. UL, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, and Hawks are with you on a Friday as we look ahead about 100 days away from week one of the NFL season. Yesterday, down at OTAs, the Miami Dolphins, there was Tua and his head coach, Mike McDaniel, speaking after uh, their practice. So the first takeaway there is uh, Tua apparently is well aware of the criticism. Twitter warriors, keyboard warriors, whatever phrase he want to use there. I thought it was funny. He was talking about the PR person because he said he doesn't pay attention but the PR person tells him, mm-hmm. why is the PR person telling him what we're saying about him? <laughs> Does he need to know this? I I would bet that they were told to do that. Yeah. That, hey, we, we want the clippings. 
we want the bulletin board material looking for a little extra motivation. I, I'm sure that they were told that. And don't most PR people do that very same thing, especially with the local people put you on your radar. Hey, this person's uh, killing you. Right. I, I yes. think it happens a lot more than we realize. It does. Um, and they take it seriously. Like just from covering teams and being around them. Like I know that the PR people are scanning everyone's Twitter uh -huh. and they definitely will be giving someone some dirty looks when they show up around the team. Oh, next. within teams, there are screenshots and sent via text tweets all day. All day. Like the player might not even know who the reporter is or like who, what show they're on, and but they know like, oh, you said this about me or whatever. Yep. So yeah, two, it's go down. Time. Yeah, two and O's. <laughs> two and O's what we're saying uh, that he stinks, or at least I don't think he's very good. Uh, but let's, we'll see what he does in year three. But I, Joe, the part with uh, McDaniel's there talking about his arm strength, that was kind of interesting the way he framed all that, right? Like, I think his general gist was, as we look forward to week one, it's Dolphins hosting the uh, New England Patriots. Dolphins minus mm -hmm. two and a half week one. His general, the, what I took was like, yeah, Tua doesn't have the strongest arm in the NFL, but for most plays, there is no – like we're not going to ask a quarterback in the NFL to throw the ball 60-plus yards down the field. It just doesn't happen. I always think it's funny the combine stuff, right? We watched Malik Willis this year. Remember the combine throw he had? It was like 70 yards down the field, and he didn't get drafted until the third round. Like that really doesn't matter. It's cool. Like it's great. It's a powerful arm, but like that's not how you win games in the NFL. How often does that happen? Maybe last second of a half right. of the game, um, just offsides, just take a shot down the field. Yeah, yep. it's it's maybe a couple of times. Yeah, way down on the list. It's just something that people, uh, it just impresses them, something they talk about. It's a highlight that trends on Twitter, but that, that's not football. It's not. So, you know, then McDaniel's talking there. And, and that, you know, one of, we can talk about some games here and just kind of our, our thoughts as they evolve as we get closer to week 100 days out from the first week of the NFL season. You brought that up in our last break, Joe. That's an interesting matchup there. Not just the game, the matchup we see it twice a year, but it's Mike McDaniel's first game as a head coach against Bill Belichick. Okay, so we're, we're looking at this card, and I like eight games, I think. <laughs> How am I going to get to five for the contest? gonna be I tough this was a maybe this one i circled but it's got a question mark next to it i saw a three i know the patriots have had trouble in miami the heat especially early on in the season however that the narrative that's going to be tough for me to shake is bill belichick has an entire off season to get ready ready for a rookie head coach and he's an underdog by three that, that's the part that's going to be tough for me. Now, I also am aware that over the course of, I'd say, many years, that New England isn't as worried about these early games, but that was when they had Tom Brady to lean on. You know, you're not fighting uh, for every single win. You know you're going to get a certain amount because you got TB12 on your side. I, my, I have a lean on this because I put a question mark next to it. I would lean Patriots in this specific matchup as Belichick's in the lab right now getting ready for McDaniel, but uh, I, do, I don't feel extremely strong about it. It's just, it's kind of alarming to me when I see to start a season, Belichick divisional matchup that, that he's a dog by a field goal. 
Yeah, and so it's interesting. The last game we saw last season was where these. This was the matchup. I think week seventeen, week eighteen, excuse me, was a game down there in Miami that New England lost that game. Mm-hmm. Tua, they won. They put up thirty three points in that game. But Tua only completed fifteen passes on five yards in attempt. They won. I think they were didn't they return an interception for a touchdown? I feel like Mac Jones threw a pick six in that game. Two turnovers by New England. Like so, not only uh, you know you're saying here that he gets a whole offseason to prepare for a rookie coach. This is literally the last team that they played in the regular season last year. So it's you know it's a very very familiar matchup. Yeah, if you hang three, I'd be on New England too, Aaron. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Aaron, you're muted. We need to hear you. Sorry, guys. I like the New England side, too. I think Bill Belichick um, going up against a rookie head coach. I mean, yeah, I guess maybe you could look at it. It's Miami and it's the first game, but I think uh, Belichick will have his guys ready to go, giving him all this time to prepare. Okay. Um, wow. I I knew it was advantage Miami, but I didn't know it was, it was this bad. Last five matchups in Miami, Dolphins won four of them straight up. And that's four. So uh, two are without Tom Brady? I'd have I'd have to take a look. I mean, the last five. Well, he's been gone. This will be the third year he's gone, right? First year okay. the Tampa they won the Super Bowl. Second year was last year, so he's been he's missed the last two. Okay, so yeah, so three were two of those three uh, wins on Miami were with with Tom Brady, assuming he was healthy. If I go back the last nine matchups, Dolphins have won seven of them in Miami. It's pretty significant. It's a long trend. Yeah. Wow. I'm just checking to see if any of these are in September. There was one in September, and that's when the Patriots won 43 to nothing in September of 2019. Three. If you give them, I'm with you, though. You give three? How do you not take Belichick? Yeah. But the Dolphins usually, yeah. That's, That's true. That's going to be a tough one. That, that's a question mark. I don't feel comfortable with it, but I'm just looking at against the rookie head coach. That's That's got yeah. me. Where, where else are we looking on the board? Well, you said you liked eight games. Let's, All right. let's just go with those. <laughs> All right, Steelers. I'm intrigued. I'm ready. Lock, lock in the Steelers. I'm getting six and a half. I don't think we're going to get to seven. I love it. At Does the, the quarterback matter? They're not going to start a rookie quarterback. So you're going on the assumption this is Trubisky. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 
I'm assuming it's going to be Trubisky. The thing with Trubisky is we don't know how long he's going to be playing quarterback. Right. But but that Steelers defense at the Bengals, yeah, yeah. And I'm getting nearly a touchdown divisional matchup. I'll, I'm fine with that six and a half. Here's an angle on that, too. Uh, I think everyone's going to be excited about the rebuilt Cincinnati O-line because they added a lot there. They tried to change that line <laughs> after. But that could take a few weeks to come together. Remember last mm-hmm. year, uh, Kansas City changed their offensive line significantly, and it took them until the you know mid-October to get that offensive line in sync. So I could see the same thing with Cincinnati, where, yeah, they're more talented on the offensive line, but they're different, and they don't have continuity together. I, I think you're on the right side. Um, I just... And I think you're probably right on the Trubisky angle. It's just I, I would feel wary of, of Pickett on the road as a rookie quarterback to start his career if they ended up going that way. And to the trend of the Super Bowl loser having a, a rough seat following season? No, I think Cincinnati can miss the playoffs, and it wouldn't surprise me at all. And I love Joe Burrow, and Jamar Chase is amazing. But the AFC, we've talked about it so much, it's loaded. I think we all think Baltimore is a good play to bounce back in that division. Uh, yeah. I, I, if you tell me right now Cincinnati goes 9-8 and eight and misses the playoffs, would you be shocked? That division. No, I, I think you – know, is that, yep. is that, the, is that a, a big fall-off, though? Is that what would count that? I guess if they miss the playoffs, it counts as a big fall-off, Super Bowl loser. I don't think they'll be bad, but I can see them missing the playoffs. Yeah, it's possible. Half, yeah. Give me all of that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, okay, this might be a play. Aaron, the commanders are favored by three and a half over an NFL team. I'm saying four. Okay, four. Three and a half to four. I can't. There's no way I'm laying three and a half to four points. <laughs> With with Wentz. Are you kidding me? No chance. Just, the last time we saw him play, he lost. He was fair by 16. Lost and don't we all th- think Trevor Lawrence is going to be a lot better this season? Yes. I do. Yes. So do I. I'll, I would take the Jags. Yeah, I'm seeing the 4-2. Doug Peterson against a team he knows well. He's only been out of the league a year, right? He coached against on. that Washington team so often. Lock it in. Let's go. Jaguars oh, we're fading Wentz in week one. I'm in. <laughs> That's my fave. It's my favorite. How many times are the commanders bet- going to be favorites this year? You know, it might be a couple times. That's a good question. Let's see if I can pull that up as we go through the next game. I, I bet I can find how many times they're favored um, all season long. Maybe five times? Is that what you think? That, that sounds like a lot. The Bears are favored twice right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. It's two pickums, two two short favorites, and I think one of the pickums is Washington. All right, I pulled it up here. I got the Commanders. All right, he, here's the Commanders are favored. They're favored twice in the first two weeks at uh, home against Jacksonville, three and a half. They're currently a two and a half point favorite at Detroit. I can't wait to take Detroit as home dogs in week two against Washington. Just let, let's just go right now. Detroit beats the Eagles. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Washington that will, that favorites? Will just go. That, yeah. They won't be. But as of right now, they are. They're favorite at Chicago in week set six. Two and a half point favorite. Oh, it's uh, two. They're yeah. favorite at Houston in week 11, three. At Atlanta, week 12, that's four. Too many. Giants in week 15. Yes, yeah, so they're favorite yeah. five times. That's ridiculous. 
<laughs> That's ridiculous. Kenny Kim set in these lines. What are we doing? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> he was high on them when we talked to him the other day. All right. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is favored by one and a half at the Vikes. What am I missing? Is that just an overadjustment on the Devontae Adams thing or what? Probably. I mean, is it anything about like last year to open the season? Wasn't Aaron Rodgers like a complete egg when they played the uh, Saints to start that season? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that happens once in a while early in the season. Two years ago, I think it was down in Tampa. He threw like a three picks and then just checked out for that game. And it does happen, but I don't know. I shouldn't that number be closer to two, two and a half at least. Yeah, last year it was a 38-3 to loss week one right. at New Orleans. Everybody was out on them. We know they had a strong regular season. Two years ago, they w- they started the season at Minnesota. They won by nine, 43-34. Let me throw one at you quickly here that I, I'm looking at mm-hmm. already for week one. I And this is an ugly game, but I, I, I just feel like the number is a good number. Falcons getting four and a half at home against the Saints. I just... Yeah, that was not a game I wanted to get involved in. What are you thinking? Jameis limping around OTAs. He's just just coming off the the surgery he had last year. Dennis Allen's the coach. First game without Sean Payton. Meanwhile, there's continuity in Atlanta. This is Arthur Smith's second year. Four and a half division game? Why are the Saints four and a half point road favorites with Jameis Winston? What are we doing? The Falcons stink. Jameis Winston isn't good. You know who your quarterback is? (laughs) Not my quarterback. <laughs> the Falcons quarterback that you want to back. Ma- Mariota, unless Desmond Ritter steals the job in training camp, which that might happen. I just think it's, too many, it's too many points. Forty. It's a low total, 42 and a half. What, this, what are the Saints just going to walk in there and blow them out? They, they're not yes. that good. <laughs> yeah, I, I just didn't. I had no feel for that game. I just wanted yeah. to stay away. I'm on Atlanta. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. As we, we get more excited – yeah, we, we got, got more, more on the NFL. NFL Week 1's 100 Days Away. More on the NFL next, right here on the BeckQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BeckQL Daily from BeckQL.